Welcome to Sealing God's People, your host, Dennis Beard. Who is born in Bethlehem? Who's born in the city of David? Who is he? Many will say, well, he's the second person of the Godhead. That God sent his son, and therefore, that servant that he is, that kinsman redeemer, is the second person of the Godhead. But that's not what the scriptures tell us. There we see in Isaiah 7:14, there's a sign given to Ahaz. That's getting the sign of asking the heaven above or the earth beneath. Now that sign is a seal. The seal always is Christ Jesus. Notice the Son of Man that comes into the world. Him hath God the Father sealed. That means that he is the Word of God. It's through the Word that you're sealed by. Jesus is not the man filled with the Holy Ghost. He is the Holy Ghost that took on a body of flesh and blood. Most of the denominal church world has that exactly backwards, that he's a man that took on spirit, baptized with the Holy Ghost at age 30, after being baptized of John and Jordan. But that is not what the scriptures tell us. It is he that has been going forth from from of old, from everlasting, who is God Almighty. Take a look at Micah, the the fifth chapter, And verse 2 states very simply who he is. And it states there, But thou, Bethlehem Ephrathah, Bethlehem, house of bread, Beth, house, let of um, bread, which the bread of life will be born in the house of bread, Bethlehem. Though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee, shall he come forth unto me that is to be ruler in Israel. Who is this? Whose goings forth have been from of old, from everlasting. From of old, not just old, but from of old. From everlasting, everlasting to everlasting, God Almighty, the self-existent eternal spirit of God. So we find that we, who is born in the city of David, Christ, the Lord. There's only one Lord, Lord Jehovah God Almighty, which is that self-existent eternal spirit. But for the spirit there, the Lord to be born, is that he's taken on a body of flesh and blood. We see it again in Isaiah 7 and verse 9. And the head of Ephraim is Samaria. The head of Samaria is Ramlasan. If you will not believe, surely... You shall not be established. That's the work of God in the last days. Moreover, the Lord spake unto Ahaz, saying, Ask thee a sign of the Lord thy God. Ask it either in the depth or in the height above. Now, that's a height, depth, length, and width of Christ, the revelation of God himself. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, neither will I tempt the Lord. And he said, Hear ye now, O house of David, is it a small thing for you to worry men? But will you worry my God also? Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, being interpreted God with us. 
butter and honey shall he eat, that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. Before the child shall know to refuse the evil and choose the good, the land that thou abhorrest shall be forsaken of both her kings. That's the work of God there, and we'll see that again as that that cycle happens again in the last days. The man-child birth there is Emmanuel, God with us. He's born in the city of David, Christ the Lord. The Lord Jehovah God Almighty is Emmanuel, God with us. We also see that he tells us who this child is. Look at Isaiah 9, verse 5. And it says, for every battle of the warrior is with confused noise. Confusion, obviously, is Babylon. There's a battle going on. And his garments rolled in blood. And this shall be with burning and fuel of fire. What is it? That's Isaiah 9, 5, Isaiah 9, 6. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given, and the government shall rest upon his shoulder. Singular shoulder. The only thing that rested upon Jesus' shoulder, the government of God, is the cross. The cross is the government of God that has a cross that we crucify the flesh with the affections and the lusts. To be like Jesus, we have to mortify the deeds of the flesh as the captain of our salvation was made perfect through sufferings, having learned obedience through the things which he suffered. He is God that came into the world, the word made flesh. We beheld his glory as the only begotten of the Father. The only begotten God, who is the only begotten Son, was the only begotten One, which is in the form of God, made himself of no reputation to take on him the form of a servant made in the likeness of man, found in fashion as a man, humbled himself to the death, death of the cross. Wherefore God has highly exalted him, given him a name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus. Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. That's the Lord Jehovah God Almighty, not Lord Junior. We see who is this servant? And that is the quest for life. Who is he? We must know who he is. Who is this man, Christ Jesus? Who is this child born in Bethlehem, Ephrathah? Well, we find that he is this wonderful, we see it in Isaiah 9, 6. And his name shall be called Wonderful, used only of God, full of wonder, capital W. Counselor, the mighty God. Now, most think that's the mighty Son of God. Isaiah 9, 6 states uh, he is the mighty God. There's not another. We find in Isaiah 43, 10, we know who the servant is. Those that follow him to know the Lord, to know his person, that he is the Father of glory. We see that in Isaiah 43, 10. That's a parallel scripture with uh, Philippians 2, 5 through 8, just as Paul stated. How does God, who is spirit, make himself a body of flesh and blood as a servant? Well, he made himself of no reputation, emptied out of glory, and took upon him the form of a servant. Who is this servant? 
Well, Isaiah 43, 10, the prophet Isaiah states who he is. You are my witnesses, thus saith the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen. Well, somebody said if he chose him, he must be different, must be a God junior, must be a second person of the Godhead, a spirit junior somewhere, begotten of the Father before the foundation of the world, as in the Chalcedonian definition. That quote, the Son of God, stated, which is a total uh, lie, a gross lie, that has uh, consequences that if we do not believe that Jesus is the Father of glory, we'll die in our sins. That's John 8, 24. Jesus said, except you believe that I am he, the Father, you shall die in your sins. They said, understood not. He spake to them of the Father. Who is he? Well, he is the everlasting Father. Isaiah 9, 6 states that. Well, Isaiah stated the same thing. Isaiah 43, 10, you are my witnesses, thus saith the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen. That what? That you may know and believe me and understand. Have the understanding of the Godhead. Understanding of who Jesus is that he is the Father revealed. There's not another God. Only he is God, and there's not another. Before me, there was no God formed, neither shall be after me. Who is this servant? Isaiah 43, 10, God says, I am he. I am that servant. Before me, there was no God formed, and neither shall be after me. God formed himself a body of flesh and blood, not the Son of God, the Lord, Jehovah God Almighty himself, Isaiah 43, 10. You are my witnesses, thus saith the Lord. That's a capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. The Lord Jehovah, self-existent, eternal spirit of God, the omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent spirit. That's the Lord Jehovah God Almighty. He is everywhere, every present, all-powerful God. Invisible. You go into heaven, I'm there. You go into hell, I'm there. He asked David, Where's the house you will build me? This is the Lord Jehovah God Almighty. This is not another. It's only one Lord. Well, he said, And my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand, I am he. Now there's the revelation. That is Christ the Lord, the Spirit, the Lord Jehovah God Almighty manifest seen in flesh. That's a mystery of godliness. First Timothy 3.16, without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, not the Son of God. God himself was manifest in the flesh. Justified in the Spirit, seen of angels, preaching to the Gentiles, received up into glory. Who is that? Jesus, his very name that we believe on, is Jehovah, is salvation. We believe on that name of the Son of God, which is now spirit. How do we know that? Well, Jesus Christ, the Son of God in the days of his flesh, was a man. But in his glorification, he's not just a glorified man. We find that all through that glorification in Matthew 28, 18. Jesus comes out of the tomb, says, All power in heaven and in earth is given unto me, the man Christ Jesus, that did not leave the Father powerless, 
because he's glorified with the Father's own self, John 17, 5. We find there that Peter speaks there in, the, in Pentecost, stating that let all the house of Israel know assuredly, without a shadow of a doubt, this same Jesus whom you crucified, God hath made him, the man, both Lord, that's the Lord Jehovah God Almighty, glorified with the Father's own self, and Christ, the Holy Ghost. True, in the days of his flesh, he was a man like us, our kinsman redeemer. That is because the children are protectors of flesh and blood. He, God himself, likewise, took part of the same. Then in all things, he was made like unto his brethren. Tempted all points like as we are, yet without sin. Hebrews 4.15. But in his glorification, he went back to the glory of the Father. That's what we see in Acts 2.36. That all the house of Israel know assuredly that same Jesus whom you crucified, God hath made him both Lord and Christ. Who is this Son of God? In his glorification, Galatians 4.6. God has sent forth the Spirit of his Son not the Spirit of the Father, because the Spirit of the Father and Spirit of the Son is one and the same. But how can he get it to us? It's only through the Son that we have access to the Father, which is the Spirit of God. Because Jesus became one of us, then went back to his former glory as the Father of glory. Now he can bring us to him as sons of God. And we see that in Galatians 4, 6. God has sent forth the Spirit of his son into our hearts, whereby we cry, what? Abba, Father, he is the Father of glory. The Son of God is that spirit. The Lord is that spirit, 2 Corinthians 3, 17. Well, who is that? Well, that is the man Christ Jesus. There we find in 1 John 5, 20, the Son of God is come. What's that? The Spirit, the Holy Ghost, Christ himself, that is the Son of God in his glorification. God has sent forth the Spirit of his Son into our hearts. First John 5, 20, the Son of God is come, came on the day of Pentecost, and given us an understanding of him that is true. And we are in him that is true, even in his Son. Why? Because the Son is that Spirit, one and with the Father, same Spirit of God. This is the only true God in eternal life, little children. Keep yourselves from idols. So the whole book of the revelation of Jesus Christ is to reveal who he is, not only in his person, but the work of the ministry also, which is judgment late to the line, righteousness to the plummet, for one reason, to reveal that he is God and God alone. This is sealed up among God's treasures to, reveal, to be revealed in the last days. We see in Deuteronomy 32 in the Torah. In the Pentateuch, we find that it states, the Lord, this in the last days, is this not sealed up among my treasures? Saith God, what is sealed? Well, the Lord will judge his people and repent himself of the evil, the tribulation, the trouble. When he sees their powers gone, we come to the end of our flesh and there's none shut up or left. We are totally free in the liberty in the, of the law, the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And it states what? For what reason does God do it? 
to see now that I am God, Jesus says. And beside me, there is no other God. I know not any. There's no other God beside him. He said, I know not any. I kill, I make alive. I wound, I heal. Shall there be evil in the city? And I, the Lord thy God, have not done it. Who is he? He's the Lord Jesus Christ. You see it in Isaiah 43, 15, the Holy One of Israel. People are coming out of mystery Babylon, the great, the mother of harlots and abominations of this earth. Why? Because she cannot wear the blue. She can wear the scarlet. She can wear the purple, but she cannot wear the blue. Why? Because she will never confess that Jesus, the Son of God, is the Father revealed. That he is the Christ, the Spirit of God, manifested as Christ the man, who is Christ the Spirit, one and the same, as you see in 1 Peter 1, verse 10 and 11. Somebody said, well, it's not a salvational issue. Yes, it is. It's heaven and hell. It's a heaven to gain and hell to shun. If you accept, if you believe not that Jesus is the Father, you shall die in your sins. John 8, 24. Jesus stated, you've seen me, you've seen the Father. John 14. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? He that has seen me has seen the Father. Believe me that I'm in the Father and my Father in me, or else believe me for the work's sake. He healed the sick, cleansed the leper, raised the dead, cast out the devils, open blind eyes, loose the dumb tongue. The lame walk and the captive went free. Blessed is he whomsoever is not offended in me, not in us, in me. Why? Because he is the Father revealed. He said, the words that I speak, I speak not of myself. Well, what words are they? The Father that dwelleth in me. He's the one doing the works. The words that he speaks, he speaks of the Father. It's very plain to those that have an ear to hear and an eye that is open to the truth. God is bringing this great truth out of the nations now. The revelation of Jesus Christ. It's for the end time church. The ones that have an ear to hear will give him the glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth, which is the only begotten God. In John 1.18, no man has seen God at any time. The only begotten God, the only begotten Son, the only begotten One, Monogonese Theos, the Monogonese Huos, the Monogonese Yaquid, is the, the only one that has declared him. Why? Because he is that spirit revealed. We can't be deceived. There we're taking hold, hold of the horns of the altar, giving him the glory due unto his name. He is Jehovah, the Lord God Almighty, and there's not another. We must give him that praise to the glory of the Father. Well, we pray that his sips has been a witness to you, the Holy Ghost, bearing witness with you in your spirit. Then please let us know so we can work together. Many, many ministers are coming out of Babylonian uh, Trinity, false doctrine into the true God and eternal life, Jesus Christ, the Jesus only doctrine of Christ, that he is uh, the Christ. First John 2, 22, who is a liar, but he that not that Jesus is the Christ. Why? He is that antichrist, for he hath denied both the Father and the Son. How? Because Christ is the Father. He is that invisible spirit of God always has been and always will be God. That's how the Old Testament prophets prophesied by the Spirit of Christ that was in them. 1 Peter 1 verse 10. 
but he's also the son of God. Why? Because that's the spirit, the father, revealed in a body of flesh and blood called the son of God. That son of God is a man that is born unto us, that son that is given, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father. Not the Everlasting Son. There's no such thing as the Everlasting Son. The Everlasting Father. Those that have the true revelation of Jesus see this great truth, and the others that do not will not be sealed in Revelation 7. We have to take horns of hold of the horns of the altar, believe the truth, the sanctification of the Spirit, and belief of the truth in order to have access to the kingdom of heaven. There's no other way. Well, we pray for each one of you that God will perfect each one of us, that which is lacking in each one of us, that we all may be presented blameless at the coming of our Lord, both spirit, soul, and body. Until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Spirit saying, Behold the real Jesus.